Greetings, my fellow educators. My name is Brian, a teacher like many of you. If you're listening to this during the summer season, I hope your break is going well. However, for some of us, a summer break may not be a true break. Some teachers, like myself, use this time of year to bring in extra money. I recall my mom, Evelyn, whom you may remember from previous episodes, would not only work the summer season, but also the weekends while she was holding down a full-time job in the classroom. Many teachers, like myself, are doing a variety of side hustles like tutoring, online classes, food delivery, pet sitting. Why? Because many are trying to better their financial situation, especially with the high cost of living these days. Others are working to pay off debt or, quite possibly, a combination of both. Is it worth it to be debt-free? For many people, the answer is yes. For what I'm able to understand, getting out of debt is one of the best things you can do for your financial well-being. It can reduce your stress, improve your financial security, and provide you with more financial freedom. Beyond that, I've heard it makes life a lot easier And some say it's even more fun. And as you no doubt know, the teaching profession is difficult enough to manage with all the various stresses you and I encounter every day. And financial stress can add to that. The last thing we need is to live a life borrowing money, living paycheck to paycheck, and having debt collectors reach us at work. So we're talking about the journey to becoming a debt-free teacher. Let's dive right in. So for this particular episode, I'm going to read from theteacherswife.com. This is a great blog written by Sarah, and she is a teacher's wife. She's married to a teacher, and she runs really excellent articles about frugal family living and one school day at a time and encouraging and inspiring people on uh, home management, frugal living, motherhood, and that sort of thing. So anytime you hear her refer to the teacher, the teacher represents her husband. And this particular post I'm going to be reading and sharing with you is called Our Journey to Debt-Free Living. For as long as I can remember, I've never been a big proponent of debt. There's something about owning someone money that has always bothered me, even if it's a minor amount. Maybe it goes back to when I was a minor fender bender my sophomore year of high school, and my mother required I give her every single paycheck from my summer job in order to pay her back for the repair bill at the body shop. I definitely understood her reasons behind it, but it was terrible having to hand over my paycheck on payday. When the teacher and I first discovered Dave Ramsey, one of the topics he is passionate about that really resonated with me was his stance on debt. He's so passionate about it that it's actually baby step two of the seven baby steps to financial peace. For whatever reason, it just made sense to me that you can't maximize your efforts to build wealth if you're constantly paying other people for past purchases. Needless to say, I was pretty quickly on the bandwagon to becoming debt-free myself. At that point in our lives, we were very blessed to have a relatively small amount of debt. My parents blessed me tremendously by paying for my college education, and the teacher paid for the majority of his schooling using the GI Bill benefit from his service in the U.S. Marines. He graduated from college with very little student loan debt. Other than a small car payment that I had and a small school loan, we were starting off in a pretty good place to pay off our debt. 
As Dave Ramsey suggests, we started focusing any extra money we could onto paying off the smallest of the debts first. This is what Dave calls debt snowball. The idea is that you gain momentum as you see progress on eliminating your smallest debts and are more motivated to pay off the larger ones. I found it to be very true in our case. We were able to pay off the teacher's student loans relatively quickly. It helped that we were both working full-time and we did not have children, and then moved on to paying off my car early. In our case, becoming debt-free wasn't excruciatingly hard as it is for some people. Our debt wasn't terribly bad, and we did not have children at the time so we could focus our efforts on it. But while it was sometimes tempting to splurge on things like vacations or expensive new clothes since we were both working, we kept creating and working our monthly budget to ensure we could put as much money towards our debt as possible. Dave had influenced our thinking enough that we made paying off our debt a huge priority in our spending habits. As I recall, we even put some of our Christmas, birthday, and tax refund money towards our debt during that time. Some people may have to get really drastic and cut out lots of unnecessary items, such as cable or even to get a second or third job to help. It can be painful sometimes, but I think you'll find that once you get debt-free, you'll see the rewards and you won't ever go back. I wish I could say it's been easy to stay debt-free, but it hasn't. We did well for a good while, but unfortunately, we incurred some debts that when we first purchased and renovated our current home, and we spent the past year paying it off as quickly as possible. It's a really long story, but needless to say, I'm even more convinced that living debt-free is a must for us. Trying to pay off debts as a single-income family had been tough and took us much longer than when we had two incomes. I tell you that story to remind you that it doesn't stop with getting debt-free. You have to work hard to stay debt-free. Sometimes surprises come up, but hopefully your emergency fund will help absorb those things so you can avoid incurring debt. It's better to pay back your emergency fund at zero interest than to pay back someone else. Living debt-free is such a wonderful feeling and something I would encourage everyone to work towards. I know every situation is different, and I understand that there are some situations where debt is simply unavoidable. However, I would encourage you to make changes, even drastic ones if necessary, in your spending habits so that you can not only live debt-free, but put yourself in a position where emergencies will not cause you to become riddled with debt again. If you do end up in debt after once being debt-free, just remember that each day is a new beginning. With hard work, it is possible to become debt-free again. So don't lose heart and beat yourself up too much. If you find yourself in this situation, just go back to the drawing board and work on a plan to pay down your debt as quickly as possible. Once you paid off your debts for the second time, I can almost guarantee your desire to live debt-free for life will be solidified even And that was from Miss Sarah and her blog post, Our Journey to Debt-Free Living from theteacherswife.com. And I hope you found value in that particular post because debt is not something we want. Even if we think it's good debt, it's better not to have any type of debt in our lives. People who are debt-free report their lives are much happier than when they had debt. And a life with no debt is something that is good for you, and it's especially good with the students you interact with because, man, we have a stressful, demanding job. Having no debt on our shoulders just gives us that much more strength. Day one or one day, the choice is yours. <laughs>